0: Joe of the Woods, blog number 14, Free Spring Greens from Mother Earth, Mother Earth News, May 2021, by J. O. DeVries. I am so happy that we've already enjoyed over a month of spring weather here in Ontario, Canada. The chickens are doing well, and I've just been blessed with my third hatch of chicks and one awesome miracle. I'll be writing about that in next month's blog. My two wiener pigs have only had to endure a bit of snow, and enjoy snuggling in their bed of straw when not digging up the earth. They are tearing up everything except the elderberry bushes, which is toxic to them, so they avoid it—another miracle—and turning over my first serious garden. My son Jordan, who bought a chainsaw last fall, has already felled and blocked a dozen trees, and two other friends have helped by dropping two very large trees that were dying and leaning towards an area I want to fence for the elderberry grove. So here we are in full swing, and there's so much to be happy about. When spring hit and the first sprouts started emerging from the soil, I was excited to discover a fantastic variety of wild vegetables ready for harvest, free from Mother Earth. The first edibles to emerge were the daylilies and the dandelions, quickly followed by the wild garlic, trout leaf, and fiddleheads. I planted many patches of orange daylilies on my property soon after purchasing it 25 years ago. I dug them up from the side of the road, inspired by their ability to grow absolutely anywhere. Those patches have turned into large beds of bright green shoots that return first thing every spring, and multiply each year. Every part of the wild orange daylily, which isn't a true lily, is edible, except the stamens. Do not confuse the common edible daylily with the toxic tiger lily, which has black spots on its flowers and black bead-like bulbils growing along a single upright stem. The dandelion is another trustworthy perennial crop. Dandelion leaves can be served raw in salads or cooked like spinach, and their flowers can be enjoyed in simple children's party bouquets, medicinal teas, wine, and a wide variety of other recipes. Each year I am blessed with an increased crop of wild garlic, which my late friend David Saunders gave me over twenty years ago. I have never harvested the roots, only the green leaves, to ensure the crop would continue multiplying. I have also collected their ripe black seed pods and distributed them in new areas to broaden my crop. I may have started with 8 or 10 roots. I now have hundreds. Each root of garlic usually sprouts two leaves. Cutting only one leaf allows the remaining leaf to bring nutrients to the root. The fresh garlic leaves are great in soups, salads, and on sandwiches. Feeding wild garlic leaves to the chickens helps deter mites, and the chickens love them. The trout lily, or yellow dogtooth violet, is a widespread edible wild plant especially common to eastern North America. It is considered both edible and medicinal, but acts as an emetic makes you throw up if eaten in large quantities. The leaves can be eaten raw or cooked, and the corms can be roasted. Trout lily is a great trail snack when hiking. My fiddlehead patch is small, but growing. They are my favorite of the wild greens. One of my New Year's resolutions was to make wild edibles a bigger part of my diet. In order for that to happen, I have to make foraging a bigger part of my life. We are creatures of habit, and habits are hard to break. So my foraging hasn't been as extensive as it could have been. Many of us have been raised going to the grocery stores for our food. My parents went to the stores for everything except rhubarb and crab apples, but my grandparents were gardeners and farmers. They had to be, or they would have starved. The practice of buying the majority of one's food, to be dependent on others for one's sustenance, is not one to be proud of. We are subject to whatever the stores stock on their shelves, and most of the food is processed, filled, or sprayed with things that aren't healthy, and overpackaged in plastic that contributes to filling the earth with garbage. We are a sorry lot. We have forgotten how wonderful simple, whole, natural foods are, and how much less packaging is involved. This year I'm swapping store-bought greens for foraged ones, juice for fruit meat for eggs and fish, margarine for butter, coffee for herbal tea, junk food and desserts for nuts, avocados, berries, and good quality dark chocolate. Healthier choices for me and the planet. In an effort to be more sustainable, I am researching the type of diet I might be able to provide for myself. I've discovered that foraging can supply all of my greens for a minimum of six months of the year. Now that my crops have been established, I'm anxious to get a vegetable garden started as I have a fantastic root cellar awaiting produce. My chicken coop presently houses 10 to 12 chickens which provide eggs for four people, live chicks to sell to cover all of the poultry costs, and a separate cage to raise a spring and summer batch of meat chicks. I'm growing several types of herbal tea, horseradish, asparagus, and green onions, all of which are perennial. The elderberry bushes will make a comeback, and eventually provide all the juice and berries I'll ever need. I've got a small patch of wild blueberry, strawberry, blackberry, and raspberry, as well as a few cultivated blueberry and raspberry bushes. The three apple trees I planted last year, which I got for a measly $12 because they were full of bugs, have started to bud, despite the fact that I got overzealous and pruned them back to sticks. I just bought a Juliet dwarf cherry tree for half price that, hopefully, isn't as dead as it looks. I'm far from being self-sufficient, but each day brings me one step closer, and I'm enjoying the experience immensely. In the meantime, I'm merging sustainability with the conveniences I am privileged to enjoy. I cook daily stalks and leaves as I would broccoli, served with butter, cheddar, and Parmesan cheese. I always add a fair number of wild greens and vegetables and garlic to either cream of mushroom or tomato canned soup by cooking the veggies first, then adding the soup. I'll use different herbs and spices each time, always a different pot of soup. Living off the land is an opportunity to live a lifestyle that promotes good mental, physical, and spiritual health and results in a treasure that can't be measured in dollars. Peace of mind. Let's do our part to keep the planet and ourselves healthy. It's never too late to start living right. Let's count our many blessings and start serving them for dinner. For more information, check out my website, joeofthewoods.ca, or see my photos and follow my story on Facebook.